Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Karim Spitzina, who's the managing director of Ariana Resources, who are a AIM-listed gold exploration and development company focused on epithermal gold, silver, and porphyry copper gold deposits in Turkey, plus other uh, jurisdictions as well. Um, Karim is an experienced exploration geologist, within the junior mining space and has worked in Australia, Europe, Africa and North America um, during his career. Um, and he's here today to give us an update on Ariana Resources and everything they've uh, they've been getting up to. So that's welcome, Kareem, to the uh, podcast. How are you doing, Kareem? Very well, thank you, Rob. Uh, great to join you. Yeah, appreciate your time as well. So um, how we all, obviously, how we start these podcasts off, just wondering if you can give us a... Uh, um, uh, a little bit about yourself, um, about your career, about your background, um, and then we're going to uh, speaking about uh, the company. Absolutely. So I started off as a geologist, um, did my degree, first degree in, in the UK, followed up by a master's uh, at Imperial College, went off to work in uh, Zimbabwe uh, for the early part of my career, uh, down a gold mine in the north part of the country. Uh, as well as involved in some of the gold exploration exp- exploration projects that they had at that time. It was uh, work that we were doing for Lonmin PLC. Um, I then had the opportunity to uh, move to Australia, to Perth, um, to study for a PhD at the University of Western Australia, uh, which I completed in the early 2000s. And it was in the later stages of my PhD that I got involved in establishing Ariana Resources, as it's now become. Okay, I want to just give uh, our audience uh, an overview of Ariana uh, Resources um, and also outline the business model strategy um, and obviously overview of its assets um, within the company. Absolutely. So Ariana started off uh, with a Turkish focus, as you've alluded to. Uh, one of the reasons for that, in fact, was my own background. Um, the, the funny name is a Turkish name. I was born in Turkey. My father's Turkish. I speak the language fluently, um, although obviously you can tell from my accent that I spent most of my life in, in the UK. Um, so Turkey was always a natural fit for the company, um, certainly in its formational years. Uh, we acquired the very first exploration properties, uh, largely in Western Turkey in early 2004, uh, we listed the company on AIM uh, midway through 2005, and we've pre- been progressing that portfolio of assets um, added to that um, in the form of the Kuzultepe project, which we acquired from Newmont, um, and that was a deal we completed in 2005. That was joined later by uh, the Taushan asset um, in 2008, which we acquired from Odyssey Resources. Uh, but we've also gone on to um, identify and explore our own assets, um, including the, the Sullenbush Discovery, which we briefly partnered with uh, European Goldfields, uh, latterly El Dorado, um, up until 2016. Uh, but it's now 
part of an expanded joint venture uh, with Frasier Construction and Azalton Holdings. We can talk about that in a bit more detail later, perhaps. Um, you've recently announced the construct that construction at Tabson is progressing as well as planned. Um, what are the next steps for the uh, for the actual project? Yeah, so Tavshan construction um, started in July of this year. Um, it's going very well indeed. Um, the the progress is is quite impressive to see on the ground. Um, there's a, obviously a lot more work to do. Uh, we're currently targeting a Q3 uh, of next year uh, for first mining. Um, we should hit that target uh, as long as there are no issues with the supply chain. Obviously, supply chains globally are fairly strained at the moment, but uh, fingers crossed, um, you know, in terms of general progress, we're, we're very satisfied. So hopefully all the other pieces fall into place. Um, in terms of next steps, we're actually working on finalising um, the next iteration of the mineral resource estimate. Uh, that shouldn't be too far off now. Uh, but we have also commenced a new drilling program on Taoshan, uh, which will form the backbone of a further update to the mineral resource that we'll, we'd announce sometime during the course of next year. And those resource estimates are obviously an important part of um, keeping our feasibility um, studies up to date um, as we continue the finalisation of the project build. Um, again, the company have also announced the drilling program at Celine Bass, um, which has been significantly extended. Um, I just wonder if you can tell us why why this has uh, been extended um, and what shareholders should be looking for in terms of news flow. Yeah, so about this time last year, we announced a 2,300 metre initial drilling programme at Sullenbush, uh, funded by um, those funds that were made available to the project company um, by Erzalton Holding when they um, acquired um, a significant stake, 53% in that uh, project company. So they kicked in 8 million US dollars into that entity. Um, and we're utilizing those funds for the drilling program, as well as other studies, including the environmental impact assessment. Um, but that initial program was limited by forestry permits and the limitations imposed on us by those forestry permits. Um, but as we announced earlier this year, we received um, the forestry permits that we were expecting at Sullenbush itself, um, at Ardala, the, the porphyry copper gold adjacent to Sullenbush, as well as at the um, Hazali Isla Prospect to the south. Uh, so we've now got all the permits in place necessary to continue that drilling program. And um, the drilling program had a very slow start, drilling in very bad conditions. Uh, you know, the weather was very poor in the early part of this year. Uh, but we've certainly picked up uh, speed now over well over 6,000 metres of drilling. Um, and we've taken the decision as the project um, company uh, to, to continue that uh, programme of work and are now adding a second drilling rig uh, to continue work across all of those prospects. Um, so we're actually planning to drill well into 2023 um, and possibly beyond. Uh, the, the intention is to just keep going. Um, one of uh, the biggest milestones for Ariana's history's, uh, resources history must be getting, and uh, remind me if I, how to pronounce this, uh, Gitslip Tip Mine in Kizzle Turkey. Tepe. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Mine in Turkey into production. Um, what are the significant milestones uh, ahead of you for, for, that, uh, for that mine? 
Yeah, so absolutely true. You know, Cuzzle Pepe was um, a huge milestone for the company because we made the successful transition that few make uh, in our space from pure exploration um, into production. And we were able to do that in part with the support that we'd received from Prasir Construction, our original and still ongoing joint venture partner. Um, and they've been a phenomenal partner to have. Uh, they brought in all their expertise in, in terms of the metallurgy, the processing plant, design, um, and all those capabilities that surround them um, in the in the construction space. Um, so they they were absolutely instrumental in getting the mine built and acting as the uh, the, the the venture manager. Um, their expertise um, really spans several continents. They, they've built um, gold and silver processing plants um, everywhere, pretty much. Um, and they, they've got a great team behind them. So they also kicked in um, $8 million themselves into um, the process of getting Kuzultepe through feasibility, environmental impact assessment, permitting, and so on. Um, and eventually we got Kuzultepe into production in 2017. Uh, and there were lots of challenges along the way. Um, and with Prasia, um, with their team, we were able to navigate all of those very successfully. Um, so we feel that we've learned a lot from that process and we're applying all of that knowledge collectively now to the development of the Taoshan mine. Um, and as I said a little earlier, you know, the Taoshan mine build is going very well. And actually, uh, you know, our feeling is more smoothly than where we were in this um, stage of the Kuzultepe mine build. So, that, so that's, you know, a sort of general overview of um, Kuzultepe and indeed Taoshan and where we stand. But uh, more precisely for your um, for your question, um, in terms of Kuzultepe next steps, we've actually got a drilling program underway at the moment at Kuzultepe. Um, we've drilled over eleven thousand meters uh, currently in in the current year, um, and that followed on from a very substantial, well, just shy of fifteen thousand meter drilling program uh, during last year. Uh, that those drilling programs are informing further resource estimate updates. Uh, we provided one earlier on this year. We're planning to provide further updates to that during the course of next year. Uh, and coupled with that, further um, updates to our reserve base um, so that we can define um, the future uh, lifespan of Kuzultepe itself. Um, I should also note here that we're not entirely limited to Kuzultepe itself. Uh, yes, the processing plant is located there, but there are a number of other prospects in the vicinity, such as at Kepes, where we have actually been mining recently, but they we're looking to expand that potentially. Uh, Karakavak, uh, further to the northeast, and even further to the northeast of that prospect, we also have the Kuzulchukur um, project. Um, and so there, there are a number of satellite um, projects or prospects um, that we're expecting to continue building out that resource and indeed hopefully reserve base so that we can continue supplying um, the the mill at Kuzultepe with feed in the years ahead. How have you found operating in in uh, Turkey as a mining jurisdiction? Um, and I suppose for our audience that may not necessarily be um, familiar with mining in Turkey, um, just wanted to just give us a an overview of of the uh, Turkey as a jurisdiction. Well, Turkey really has been a fantastic jurisdiction, um, certainly for us um, and indeed for others. Um, it's notable that 
um, of all the countries in Europe, and you know, including Turkey in Europe, um, uh, Turkey really has performed amazingly. Um, we, we now have 17 active gold mines in the country, whereas you know, 20 years ago, uh, there was barely one. Um, and the Turkish government has been very supportive through that time. Um, we have had a number of iterations to the mining law. Um, some of the later iterations have um, added complexity. Um, so I would say that perhaps it's a little less straightforward uh, for new entrants today. Um, however, when we got started in 2004, uh, that coincided with the um, first major change to the mining law that really enabled the whole sector, um, mining sector generally, but also the gold sector specifically, to blossom. Um, so Turkey is the largest gold producer in Europe currently, and it's one of the largest gold producers um, in the world, in fact. Um, so there's a lot of potential there. A lot of the country remains underexplored. Um, we have not a huge amount of competition. Um, we're actually the only British or AIM-listed company that's actively exploring in Turkey now, whereas when we started, uh, or near enough when we started, there were, were, there were we were one of three. Um, there used to be many more Canadian um, and some Australian companies operating in the country. They've all fallen away. Um, so we're, we're still going strong. Um, and I think a large part of that is down to our team. Uh, we're very much an embedded team. Uh, we believe in the team. We believe in the geological opportunity. And we believe in the country. Um, we strongly feel that. Um, and we feel that we have a lot to add. Can you just tell us a little bit about the uh, the team? And uh, obviously, the team that's obviously got expertise in Turkey. Yes. So on our side, um, so specifically Ariana, um, we have a full geoscientific complement. Um, so it's headed up by a very experienced exploration manager um, who's operated throughout the country in a whole variety of different um, uh, geological uh, settings. Uh, he started his early career with tech, in fact, in the country. Um, so we're very pleased to have uh, Berkin Ullu as our exploration manager. Um, he's supported by um, a very broad-based team, um, including geochemists. Um, so we have two geochemists. Uh, we have a geophysicist in-house. Um, we have a GIS database manager full-time. Um, we have resource specialists. Our, our resource specialists are based in the UK. Um, so, re oh, and I should also add um, remote sensing specialization as well, which is something that we developed very early on uh, in our lifetime as an exploration company, uh, but it's something that we're continuing to develop. And, and it's actually a very important part of our future um, exploration program. Um, so we really, our, our um, capabilities are, are spread across the full range of geoscientific disciplines that are useful in our sector. Um, on the JV side, so to speak, um, Obviously, we have, again, a very full team um, backed up by the geologists and the resource geologists in particular, but all the processing um, uh, expertise, the metallurgists, um, the, the plant operators, uh, the mining engineers, um, as well as um, the, the construction teams uh, that are busy at work at Tarshan currently. So 
uh, really we, we can go from grassroots exploration all the way through to pouring concrete um, and having a gold and silver mine operating. Um, that, that's the capability that we're talking about. What have you learned as, uh, and I suppose yourself and as, as the company, what have you learned from getting um, Killers Tapper into production um, that was obviously assist you with uh, developments in Tavshan and Salabas? Well, I think the, the most important lesson to take away is um, patience. Um, it's very important uh, at a local level to exercise patience. Um, there, there are negotiations that have to be had at some point in the process um, when it comes to landholder access, um, when it comes to dealing with issues like forestry permitting, um, whether it's at the local level or whether it's at the government level, um, there are always going to be hurdles. Um, you know, we, we operate uh, in an industry that um that there's a, a natural sort of sensitivity to, to mining um and you know we understand that fully uh but at the end of the day mining is something that civilization requires um and we just have to go through a very careful process um a patient process of educating people in the most appropriate way to demonstrate that what we're doing as a business as an industry uh, is beneficial for them, for the environment, and so on. Um, and you can't rush these things. Um, it, it really does require um, a, a fair degree of um, understanding, really, uh, of developing mutual understanding, seeing where the other parties are coming from, uh, recognising what their desires are, um, their fears, um, and, and working through that. Regarding um, the company's exploration and development activities, um, what is it that I suppose you do differently than Ariana's peers? Uh, so one of the most important things um, that we very much pride ourselves on is our use of technology, um, not just using bits of technology and kit to our advantage, but actually being an integral part of the development uh, in use of those technologies. So I mentioned remote sensing a little earlier, um, but when we got started uh, with Ariana back in you know the early 2000s, um, one of the first things we did was we funded a research program at Imperial College. Um, and that research program was actually expanding the um, the, the development of uh, remote sensing technology um, with a very specific focus towards the type of mineral deposit that we were seeking in Turkey. And using that research, we were able to peg our very first exploration licenses in the country, some of which we still retain. Uh, you know, they, they went on to become successful discoveries. And they also highlighted a number of other things that we still got our eyes on today. Um, so it, it, it's very much being a part of the development of the technology that we pride ourselves on. And another um, interesting development, much more recent, is our first use of um, geotech box scan technology. Um, so we're one of the first in the world to be using this technology. And it's a, um, 
It's a platform used for analyzing drill core. That was what it was designed for originally, or rock chip, um, um, RC chip type um, material, um, and scanning that with a whole variety of um, techniques uh, simultaneously. So um, laser scanning, laser profiling, um, magnetic susceptibility measurements, um, XRF measurements um, and, and, and photography, very detailed digital photography, among other things. Um, so, yes, we are one of the first in the world. Um, we were one of the founding sponsors of the development of that technology, um, which actually comes out of the UK. Um, and at least in that hemisphere of the world, we're the only one using it at the moment. Um, so th these, all of these things add up to uh, developing a unique capability and it's i think that um philosophy uh, as well as the use of the actual technologies that has enabled us to achieve um some of the lowest gold discovery costs per ounce anywhere in the world um, i mean we've been very very efficient users of um shareholder capital at the end of the day we've, we've been very successful in turning that capital into discoveries in February uh, 2021, uh, Ariane announced the formalization of the expanded Zenit joint venture with Oslintin. Um, what have they brought to the, the joint venture party? Um, and how have the assets within the, the joint venture progressed as a result? Yeah, Oslintin have been absolutely instrumental in a number of different ways. Uh, so, um, Putting things very simply, uh, I have mentioned a little earlier um, the additional capital that was injected into the Sullenbush project company. So that was $8 million of additional cash that just went straight in that we're now drawing down on uh, to use uh, in our drilling programs and so on at Sullenbush. Uh, but in addition to that, um, their support uh, for all the additional exploration that's been going on um, across all of the project Project. So, Kuzeltepe and Tanshan. So, those big drilling programs that I've been talking about. I mean, in total, we've um, drilled 36,000 meters of drilling um, over the last couple of years, uh, which is that represents 40% of the total drilling ever drilled um, across our projects in Turkey. So, just in the last two years, uh, two years out of 17, um, you know, has been drilled in the last two-year period, and that's entirely down to um, the way that we've changed uh, the, the sort of the emphasis, I think, um, within the, the the venture company with the additional of Erzalten. Uh, of um, they, on their side, they have a very capable um, exploration geologist um, leading the charge. Um, he comes after a, a, a very long career, a very successful career with tech um, Tech Kaminko um, in Turkey. Um, so he's brought all of his expertise um, into uh, onto the Özalten side of the venture. Um, and I should also say that it's not just entirely down to um, exploration. You know, they're, they're also bringing a huge amount of expertise um, and, and capability when it comes to um, project permitting. Um, and we've seen the success of that in, in the case of uh, getting the Tavshan project through the through the EIA successfully, uh, and then on through the forestry permitting process. So all of that was done in the course of the last couple of years as well. Um, and likewise with the very successful um, receipt of the forestry permits that I mentioned at Sullenbush. Um, 
So, I mean, they're, they're, they're fantastic partners to have um, as, as are Prasia. Outside of the joint venture, Ariana is looking to explore other uh, prospect regions in Turkey. What are the main reasons for this? And uh, why is Ariana um, in a better position than its peers to discover uh, new resources in Turkey? Yeah, so we are in a better position than our peers, primarily because there's no company, uh, it's maybe being a bit boastful, but I think I can say it, um, there's no other company in the world that has the data sets that we have uh, over Eastern Turkey in particular. Um, and they're data sets that we're continually augmenting um, through our work in remote sensing and geophysics and so on. Um, so we've developed not only our own in-house data sets um, over the years, but obviously we've been putting a lot more emphasis on it in more recent times. Uh, but also we have the benefit of um, the Newmont um, exploration databases for Turkey. Uh, so Newmont spent about 20 years exploring for gold in the country. Um, and we have access to uh, all of their data. Um, so that really sort of places us on a, on a fairly unique pedestal um, for exploring in Eastern Turkey in particular. Um, and we want to leverage that advantage. Um, so we know that the exploration and development programs on our other assets uh, that we hold 23.5% of through our, our joint venture with Prasir and Özaltan, they're, they're being handled uh, very well and we're contributing to those programs where needed. Uh, but our exploration team also has the capacity to now start looking further afield. And we've targeted Eastern Turkey very specifically because it is so underexplored compared to other parts of the country. Um, so you have this combination of um, underexplored terrain, um, less, uh, I would say less... Um, a fewer explorers have actually gone in there to do very serious work uh, over the last couple of decades. Uh, so there are lots of openings. Um, when you look at the uh, license distribution across Turkey, there are more openings available um, in eastern Turkey than there are in the West. The West is just chock-a-block with licenses. You can't really touch it anymore. Um, so that's, that's the opportunity. Um, and then we have our capabilities through the database, through the team, and so on. Um, and we want to maximize um, the use of all of those tools, so to speak, to make the next big discovery um, in the country, which we feel is going to be located in eastern Turkey. Um, over the last five years, Ariana's share price has significantly outperformed many of its um, peers, um, even taking into account the special dividend um, that has been paid in line with the expanded uh, joint venture. However, largely driven by its current market conditions, uh, shares have been under pressure more recently and probably, like I say, most other miners as well. Um, other than an improvement in the market, what do you think will drive the share price um, over the medium and long term? OK, I could answer that in a somewhat retrospective way. Um, and one way of looking at it is um, to see how our share price has performed um, since 2016. Now, why I select that particular year is that's the year prior to um, Kuzultepe going operational. Um, so it, it if sets an effective baseline for the company. Um, now, our share price has performed 
fantastically over that period from 2016, not only in terms of real share price appreciation, but also um, in terms of return to investors. You know, we've paid out now £7.74 million in dividend to our shareholders. So if you couple the dividend to the share price appreciation over that time, you're looking at a 370% increase um, in investment return. Um, now, one of the key reasons for that is the fact that we got Kuzultepe successfully into operation in 2017, uh, in the early part of that year. And as that project demonstrated itself, um, and as we successfully paid down uh, approaching $50 million worth of uh, bank debt um, for the construction of the mine. As that debt was paid down and the mine continued to perform, and I should add that we've always beaten guidance year on year, we've always produced more gold and silver than uh, guidance forecast. Um, so we, we developed um, or enhanced confidence, so to speak, uh, in market eyes. And along with that, the share price appreciated. So that's the case for one mine. Now, in terms of catalyst for next leg up, so to speak, well, obviously, it's going to be Tamshan. Tamshan is in construction. We're planning to get that into production. Um, and we expect that that also will be reflected in similar ways to our share price going forward. And then longer term, I mean, who knows where we end up with uh, a huge project like Sullenbush. Um, Sullenbush is a different kettle of fish because it, it is a, a big project. You know, there's a one and a half million ounces there across Sullenbush and, and the Ardler uh, Porphyry. Um, so we have to treat that one differently. That's going to take more time, obviously. Um, but through successive developments of uh, this kind of project, and, you know, the plan would be to keep increasing the size of the project. We're certainly doing that in the case of Kuzultepe to Tavshan. Tavshan will end up being a larger project than Kuzultepe. Um, so we, we always need to do, you know, another leg up. Um, so I think that the market will soon appreciate that. Um, it's taken its time, but I, I think the market will appreciate it soon enough. Yeah. And lastly, um, what's the outlook over the next sort of six to 12 months? Um, and is there anything else that you would like to uh, add um, and tell our audience about? Yeah, uh, I mean, we are all guns blazing on the exploration front in Turkey. Um, all those drilling programs underway across all projects, um, all advanced projects at least. The, the Project Leopard um, exploration opportunities uh, that we're identifying in eastern Turkey. Uh, we, we hope to be able to say more about that in, in the coming months. Um, so I, sh I should also add, because I, I, I forgot to mention that, that um, Project Leopard in eastern Turkey um, is 100% owned by Ariana. So that's got nothing to do with um, our um, joint venture with uh, Prasia and Özantan. Um So we've got a lot of news flow coming down the, the pipeline in Turkey specifically, but we do have those other ventures uh, that we haven't had the opportunity to touch on. Uh, Western Tethian Resources in Kosovo. Um, Western Tethian secured 300 kilometers squared of highly prospective ground for porphyry copper, gold, um, and epithermal star mineralization in the country. We're also, um, we have an option on the Slivova um, gold project in Kosovo. Uh, with Alrupa Minerals. Um, so we're work working on the due diligence of that currently. So that, that's another 
project advance a relatively advanced project that we're planning to add to the stable if all checks out um that uh, western tethian resources is also um a partnership a five-year strategic partnership with uh, newmont corporation uh, newmont became uh, about four percent shareholders in ariana uh, they put in two and a half million dollars into the company uh, we're utilizing um, those funds to to continue the development of western tethian resources in particular uh, apart from that, we've also got um, a 50% interest in Venus Minerals. Uh, Venus is focused entirely on copper gold, um, volcanogenic massive sulfide deposits in Cyprus. Um, the, the largest um, project within that portfolio is the Magellan project with 17 million tonnes um, of copper, but varying in, in grade from about 0.45 to 1.1% uh, copper with um, additional gold, silver, uh, zinc uh, as well. Um, Venus also has an option on a joint venture, a 50-50 joint venture with a Cypriot um, company, um, construction company, in fact, um, with interests in the Apliki mine. Uh, the Apliki copper deposit um, is located in the Lefke area uh, of Cyprus, um, and uh, it is one of the most, well, it is actually the most advanced um, copper assets in Cyprus. Um, it's fully permitted. Um, it's got a processing plant and a solvent extraction electro wind plant that was previously operational at the nearby Skuritisa mine. That's ready to go to be reinstalled. Um, so we're looking to do further work on that as um, Venus is progressed towards an IPO. Uh, we've had an IPO in plan for Venus for much of the last year, but Markets have not been conducive, certainly since the, um, the the second half of the year. So we pulled back on uh, the IPO for a bit, um, but we're planning to sort of re-engage when the, the markets um, improve, which they, they should do, I think, in uh, in 2023. Uh, so there's a lot going on in, in um, a number of areas immediately outside of Turkey. Uh, but one last point I should make is um, the Asgard Metals Fund in Australia uh, that's taken uh, minority but um, strategic positions in uh, a number of junior companies, uh, one of which is listed, uh, Panther Metals, um, that's listed on the ASX. I'm also uh, non-executive chairman of Panther Metals, um, and Panther's gone on in the last 12 months to, to make a very major uh, nickel-cobalt discovery in the Laverton region of uh, Western Australia. Um, so there's um, 70.6 million tonnes at North Point. 7% nickel uh, plus additional cobalt um, on that project. And uh, it's strategically well located because it's not far from the Glencore Marin Marin operations. So uh, we're looking to for Panther to continue the um, exploration and development of that particular asset. So there, there's a lot on the go. Uh, we're excited by it all. Um, and uh, I think there's plenty in, in the news flow pipeline uh, yet to come. Yeah. Krim, thank you very much for your for your time. You certainly have got a lot going on there. Um, obviously, a lot, lot in Turkey, plus obviously uh, Kosovo as well. So um, really appreciate your time in sharing your story um, and give us an update on Ariana resources and, and what you're doing um, in Turkey. And it certainly looks like a, a, a developing jurisdiction. Like you said, 20 years ago, there wasn't much happening. And in 20 years, you've obviously done done a lot of uh, a lot of mining there so um 
Uh, wish you well for the remainder of the year and uh, next year, obviously going into next year. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've got any questions, um, how can they go about doing that? And um, what social media platforms are you in the company on? Sure. Uh, well, thank you very much, Rob. Uh, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you and, uh, you know, glad to uh, to be able to go through all those points. Um, uh, I think in terms of reaching out to us, I mean, we're actually attending Minds of Money um, coming up um, week, week after next. Um, I'll be giving a presentation uh, virtually uh, during the conference, but the rest of the team will be there in person. Uh, we're going to be at the Hilton uh, next door to Minds and Money. So uh, anyone wants to come down, uh, query the, the, the management. Um, we'll also have our uh, two resource geologists um, on standby as well. Um, so any anyone that wants uh, to ask any questions, we're obviously very approachable. Uh, any other questions can be directed to um, our PR consultants, Yellow Jersey, uh, in the first instance, and they'll relay anything uh, relevant to us accordingly. Um, and then lastly, in terms of social media, I mean, we're pretty active um, on social media, Twitter in particular. Um, uh, we, we kind of enjoy Twittering. Um, and LinkedIn. Um, li LinkedIn, uh, often a little bit more detailed uh, information uh, via there. Um, YouTube, we've got ha had um, a number of new shorts clips videos um that we've been preparing in the background uh, through this year that we're making available now uh in the run-up to to minds and money um so a number of those have actually been tweeted as well so you know there, there's a lot of information out there on uh what we've been up to recently yes yeah, certainly and we can include those in the, the show notes as well all of those uh social media links as well and if you're attending minds and money um please obviously reach out to Ariana Resources and their, their team. Um, and if you've got any questions, obviously, um, the team can answer. And if you've got any questions for Krim, obviously contact him via um, the social media networks. Um, and I'm sure he'll be, he'll be happy to answer that, any questions that you've got. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Um, thank you for listening. I um, hope you enjoyed that episode. And I suppose there's a little bit of education there around uh, mining in Turkey um, and also Grim mentioned how well the, the country has developed their mining mining as a jurisdiction so um, please share this episode amongst the, the mining community um, those that are in Europe um, please please share this episode and obviously uh, around the world as well so I hope you enjoyed that episode and until next time happy mining thank you for listening Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.